Hey everybody, it's the Travel Stories Podcast with Hayden Lee, Nicole, and everyone else. That's just me. I don't know why I hmm. couldn't think of my own name there. <laughs> well, everyone you know, else. I'm actually going to keep that in. That is going to be the intro to this episode. <laughs> cool. And that, you should just put that as the very start and then start like the music. That'd be awesome. Welcome to the Travel Stories Podcast where we bring you immersive, inspiring, and international travel stories of freedom and adventure from travelers around the world. Here is your host, Hayden Lee. Sweet. So guys, how's it going? Nicole, how are you? I'm good. I just got back from a four-day campus activities conference, so I'm a little tired. What's a campus activities conference? Uh, we basically spent... Uh, like three and a half days in Connecticut in a convention center, uh, networking and booking uh, acts for our campus for the next year and getting oh, to know cool. other campuses. Yeah, it was good. Nice. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Anything interesting and cool happen while you were there? I met some really talented performers, which was very, very cool. Like I met a magician who like made a bird appear and like I met a very cool spoken word poet who hugged me and <laughs> I had very... I like sat on a big rocking horse. It was a weird experience overall. I think. <laughs> Are you so sure like, you didn't dream this? The Ripley's believe this is the Ripley's believe it or not museum. <laughs> I have like, had I just like what? <laughs> in all fairness, I have had four hundred bananas so far. <laughs> so I might be hallucinating. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. Cody, what about you, man? What's going on? Well, actually, this week I have um, been in talks with a director um, for a new film to score. So hopefully that works <gasps> out. Um, I'm kind of giving him some new, some more of my stuff, some of my past compositions and stuff. Hopefully he is a fan. And then if he is, then we'll probably move forward and I'll have a scoring gig. That's awesome, man. What type of film That's do so you know great. yet? So it's actually like an LDS film. Like I'm, I'm from Utah, full of Mormons, you know, and they make <laughs> a lot of movies. And so uh, <laughs> this is this is just one of those. But it's like one of those where uh, a lot of people that I see would there that I know would probably end up seeing that. And it's it's just cool. It's it probably end up getting pretty big. So that's awesome, man. I don't think I've ever seen a Mormon film or maybe I have and not realized. Mm, I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> you're like, you know, Mormons making movies. I'm like, oh, that old stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that before. <laughs> that's a totally new that's one. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it, that's the funny thing. Like, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like we just the LDS community makes more movies than the average. Like, just it's just a media thing. I don't know what it is, but yeah, maybe it is a stereotype. I don't know. How weird. Well, I'm going to roll with it, man. I'm going to say that every time anyone ever mentions Mormons, like, yeah, make a bunch of films they do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Anyway, welcome to the unpacking of season three. This was a mighty fun season to do. We had a lot of good stories come in. We had a lot of good interviews with people, a lot of really interesting guests come in, a couple of YouTubers, a couple of just general adventurers. It was uh, We had some really great guests. And what I liked about, about this season was there was a lot of great stories involved, a lot of good twists and turns, and there was a lot of different kind of genre of story. Some were you know, adventure stories, like I said, and some were just uh, stories of solitude and some were stories of striving to get, you know, to complete that journey. And I just love the variety of stories, man. There's something about stories. And I talk about this all the time, but you can get across so many emotions just through a story. And you can, I mean, you can change lives with a story, man. 
And I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you guys think about stories? Well, my favorite part specifically is that um, each person kind of has their own way of bringing their own flavor to a story. So two two people could tell the exact same story and it would feel completely different, not just because of the different perspectives, but like you just feel different kind of energy from how they tell it and what they choose to include, what details they choose to include, things like that. I think that really is, it, it's really different depending on the person. Yeah, man. I think that's kind of, that's what I enjoy about what we do because we take that story from the person. And like you say, they're all completely individual ways of saying that story and, and stuff like that, right? And then we put the score onto it. We, we take out the, we bring the crescendos into the story where it goes up, the music goes up and where it goes down, it gets somber. And we really put that emotion into the story. And that's something I've, I've, you know, always wanted to do with the show. And that's why I love having you guys on, where you can really put the emotion into it and bring that story across mm -hmm. in the, in the best way, you know? And Cody, your, is it your aunt that has something to do with stories, right? Yeah, she's literally a professional storyteller. That's I don't know amazing. how that's never come up in this whole time we've been doing this podcast, but <laughs> she, yeah, she's uh, she's done a, a couple of. Uh, she goes all around and tells. I don't really, you know, honestly, I wish I knew more about it because I've I've heard her tell some stuff and it's pretty amazing. She has like a TED talk about stories. Um, no which way. Which is really neat. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. what's it uh, called? Can we link to it in the show notes? Yeah, I. Uh, I honestly, I'll have to, yeah, we'll link to it. Let, look for the link. I can't remember what it's called, but I'll find it. <laughs> nice. I love our preparation here. It's fantastic. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. I'm going to have to check that out. I'm going to have to watch that because it is, it is a really big, I don't want don't to use the word passion, but it's a big passion of mine. The, the, the art of storytelling. Like I always, before I talk to our guests, when I'm talking to them over Skype or whatever, I always say, now, what we go for isn't particularly a recounting of events you know sometimes stories will come out as and then we went here and we did that and then we went here and this happened and that was cool and then we came home but that's not necessarily what we're looking for in this what we're looking for is a clear beginning middle and end clear crescendos in the story mm. and because that's what creates the the emotion in it that's what creates that stir inside you whether it's anticipation whether it's sadness whether it's joy it doesn't matter what it is but that's the crescendos the peaks and valleys and the journey that the story takes you on Th that all comes from like you say the way you say it and the kind of structure of the story really yeah and i think maybe maybe it's just because i'm a musician but i definitely feel like a good story is kind of like music in a lot of ways I was thinking about that the other day, actually. Like someone was saying about how your life is kind of like a song. And with, it was someone talking about the, the work-life balance and working until you retire and then enjoying your life then and stuff like that. And they were saying, if your life was a piece of music or a song, then you wouldn't just want to skip to the end and enjoy the end part. That's not what you do with music. Music and songs, they take you on this journey. Sometimes they go up, sometimes they go down. And I, I was just thinking real deep into this and I was thinking, that's so right. Like in music, you have, say you have a song in a major key, which would, uh, which would be, you know, a happy kind of life sometimes it's nice to go to the minor go to the relative minor of that major key and bring the mood down a bit and that makes it a better song that's why i don't think bad things that happen to people are necessarily a bad thing and i know that sounds weird but i think you can only really appreciate the good when it comes back to the major in a big crescendo you can only really appreciate that if you hit the minor you know it, very much so i i totally see what you're saying there musically and as a human person 
the whole metaphor works for Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's um, true. We, I was like, yeah. <laughs> man, we always talk about music, and uh, I always feel like I'm leaving Nicole out of it, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nicole. <laughs> also, oh, how great are, we've done this before. How great are words? <laughs> words are the best. Words are so cool we couldn't have this conversation without words that's so right but we can't have it without music yeah that's true so who's really necessary here (laughs) great point that is a great point right there (laughs) so season three man this is it's like i said this is a fun season to do let's think about standout moments man standout moments there's one that comes to me um already right so episode seven with evan hansen right i've only just realized that seven rhymes with evan that's amazing right so, so seven episode hansen. seven right <laughs> it's seven, seven hansen. hansen there you go so man what a hero that guy is 64 and he's climbed like five thousand mountains how ridiculous that's is that insane that's insane i don't think i've done five thousand of anything in my whole life <laughs> i am 20 years old i climbed one total mountain <laughs> nice so <laughs> Yeah, well, you got some 4,999 to, to go in, in uh, 40 something years yeah it's not that's right yeah and like if you look at a picture of evan hansen we'll get one in the show notes and if you're listening to this evan man there's a good reason for doing this he looks like an adventurer he looks exactly like you think he should look it's like imagine imagine a 64 year old that's climbed 5,000 mountains and, and is a true adventurer you are picturing evan hansen <laughs> like he has the look man I think uh, that's why I, that's that was also one of my favorite scores of this whole season, and I think that's why, just because it was just like, it's it's just obvious if if you think of a song about a guy, a sixty four year old that had that had climbed five thousand mountains, that's the song that I wrote for that episode. <laughs> exactly, man. Let's take a listen to this now. Actually. Now keep in mind, we have seven days left, and we can't sleep on the mountain, and we descended. 9,000 feet all the way down to town. The next day, we didn't have time to sit around and recover. We had to get on a train and planes, and we were heading to Africa, Tanzania. Yeah, man, that's like the perfect score for that story it's the perfect score for the story that's something that you always do it's like if it's a love story i can never i can never wait to hear it if it's a if it's a scary story man the halloween music <laughs> the halloween music <laughs> all the way through the episode that was a fun one like the intro uh, if if you guys don't know this listen to the halloween episode right the scary stories podcast the whole intro was redone by Cody. The whole intro music, all of the music behind us talking, and of course the score for the story. Welcome to the Scary Stories Podcast, where we bring you spooky, shocking, and spine-chilling scary stories of fright and alarm. From your friends here at the podcast, here is your ghost host, Hayden Lee. You know how much I love when Cody does uh, spooky kind of music. It was awesome, man. I really loved that. I, I have more fun with doing that stuff, probably more than any other kind, just because it, it really is just like, I feel like I'm just taking you on a journey with me and it's, it just adds so much to it. If you listen to that story without any music, it's just not as scary. And 
I showed Amanda and she actually um, G jumped a few times during the story because of the music. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. See, I didn't, but I think it's because it's it was my mom telling the story, you know, <laughs> weird comforting voice telling me a scary story. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Most likely. Man, that episode was so much fun. So much fun. And Nicole's words, right? <laughs> it's all about the words. My words. When I wrote the intro for that episode and I was like telling my roommates, I'm like, hey, listen to this thing that I wrote. And they're like, wow, this music's so great. Wow, this guy's so interesting. I'm like, no, I wrote, listen to that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here too. Yeah, Nicole wrote that. Nicole wrote the, the Scary Stories podcast like vincent price style intro there so i yeah. can't take credit for that unfortunately <laughs> i'm really right. proud of ghost host oh man I, so <laughs> man i forgot that was there and i came to recording it i forgot it was there until it was i was listening to it about to record the intro and it was like here's your ghost host <laughs> like, that's hilarious <laughs> oh man it's amazing amazing stuff so what about you guys what do you think about the episodes in season three any standouts for you I remember it was the very first episode from the season with Laura Bingham. Hmm. And I remember her talking with you about imposter syndrome, where you believe that you're an imposter in like whatever you're doing because you feel like you don't deserve what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I thought that was so interesting. I feel like that all the time. I'm like, I'll be doing, I'll like be in the middle of doing something and be like, should I really be doing this? What did I do to earn what I'm doing? And like hearing (laughs) other people talk about it is like super validating. Well, all three of us are artists in different ways, and I feel like that's a huge deal with with that. Like, am I really at the level where I have earned the right? Like, I there are so many more experienced artists than I am in your in writing or in music or in anything we do, and it's just you feel like I there are so many better people. Why should I be doing this? And so yeah. that really hit home to me as well. Absolutely. Like it's something that, you know, entrepreneurs and like you say, artists, they always, always go through it because they're stepping out of that comfort zone and trying something and doing something. And it, it happens to everyone. Like even now, I'll open up iTunes and I'll see us in the top spot, you know, travel section, top spot. We've been number one for like six months. And I, every single time I see it, I'm like, man iTunes must have something wrong. There must be some error. Like, like I, I could, you know, it's just something that happens to everyone. And it's, it's really hard to shake, man. It's really hard to shake. Seriously. I don't think, I don't think anyone ever really does unless you're like the, like the best in your field. Like, I don't think John Williams is like, man, I wonder if I'm ever going to be a really good score composer. (laughs) I mean, like it just doesn't happen because he knows he has to know, right? Like you have to know. Yeah, maybe. LeBron James, he has to know he's the best basketball player. For he's you, the John Williams of basketball. People, <laughs> for yeah, you, for like, you Brits out there, he's a he's a American basketball player from the United <laughs> States of America, where freedom reigns. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> Just looking out for you. But no, I don't know, man. Like um, maybe, but I can't. Hmm. I was going to say that maybe everyone still has it and that like, kind of niggling feeling of maybe it's all going to leave me soon. Maybe I'm not going to be number one soon. But then I thought Conor McGregor, he's a UFC fighter, right? And he's just, he's on a tear, man. He's on a tear. And, um, and he's just, he's the best, you know, says a lot of people. And all that he says is, I am the champion. I am the champion. I'm better than this guy. I'm better than anyone out there. And I can't imagine him saying in his, in his mind in a little niggling way, like, man, maybe you're going to lose this next fight. Oh, what about when you lost to Nate Diaz? That could happen again. You know, I can't imagine that. You know? How could it not, though? How could you not? Like, think of, uh, think of like, Muhammad Ali. Mm. Like, you see all those quotes from him where he's just like, 
you know, he's like, he seems cocky, but there's no way that that's all like exactly how he feels. I think that's impossible. Yeah, it's a tough one. Even if you are the best, I feel like there's no way that you really believe that, I think. Yeah, I know what you mean. But like, maybe you have to fool yourself into believing it to get to that level. Yeah, that's a very good point. Interesting. Interesting. This is the best podcast in the world, by the way. (laughs) When you get too confident. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, bad stuff happens then. Okay. Uh, Cody, any standouts from this season? Well, I've mentioned every chance that I possibly get that I love Mexico and I've been to Mexico and I lived in Mexico and I love Mexico and everything. So, What are your thoughts um, on Mexico? (laughs) Actually, no. But uh, Marissa Brown's episode where she was talking about um, just traveling down there, it especially hit home. She is a, and the other thing I always bring up on, I feel like every single podcast is that I am a Mormon. Yes. Surprise everybody. <laughs> um, but she also is, and she's from Utah and she goes to school just really close to where I live here. A uh, quick question, um, actually. Does, um, does Marissa, does she make films or is she involved in filmmaking <laughs> or? You know, how many has she, has she produced thus far? You know? <laughs> that, that actually took me a second. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Mormons make films. They do. I it's forgot. a common stereotype. <laughs> well, um, between all of her filmmaking, she made it down to Mexico. And I, I really liked that story a lot because it was like, it was like really, I, I, I felt like I was back home. Like, I felt like I was just listening to stuff that I was like, yeah, it is like that. Or she would just say little things. And I was like, that, that totally brought me back. Right now, I'm just trying to take every weekend, every summer, every break I have to go experience a new place because I feel that the best way to find yourself and to find out who you are is to lose yourself, to learn more about the people and the places around you. And I suppose the other thing with her is she's a she's a musician as well. In fact, she's very much like, uh, like you. She's uh, in the Utah area. She's Mormon. She makes films. She's a musician. You know, it's all very, yeah. very similar. It's all exactly the same. Wait yeah, a second. Exactly. Have we ever seen them in the same place at the same time? <laughs> yeah, great point. It's like, I don't play the violin. That's what kills it. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> worried. <laughs> nice, nice. Another one that I like really love is um, it, in episode four, which Richard Bruski. It's like... <laughs> terrible, terrible pronunciation of his name there. Oh, what did I do wrong? It's, it's Bruski. Oh, I we have. You I'm from New England, and we, you said it the beer way. Well, we have a we have a football player, or we did, um, named Teddy Bruschi. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's how I'm looking at it is through the New England Patriots lens of pronunciation. <laughs> got it. So you've got to have your hand kind of in the air as if you're saying, "Hey, what are you doing here?" And then, and that's where you this kind of this feels bring wrong. It. <laughs> Sorry, Richard. Sorry, anyway. I'm so sorry. Please don't <laughs> come to Boston and beat me up. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Richard Bruski. Oh, you made me say. Yeah. <laughs> he was, uh, you guys talked about like overcoming, making excuses not to, not just to not travel, but to not do anything. You know, mm-hmm. not to like have experiences outside of your routine. And like, mm-hmm. not just making things happen but like knowing that there are things around you that are just happening like there are opportunities everywhere if you just know where to look and how to prioritize your own life experiences you know you wake up and you're like yeah i'm just gonna do what i'm doing today and you like walk by a thousand opportunities to do something new 
that really is one of the yeah. big things that I talk about because there are all these opportunities around you. Like you say, even walking down the street, you could talk to someone and they could be your best friend forever. You could talk to someone and if you're in need of a job, you know, they could uh, you could get talking to them and then, oh, I know a guy that does this and he needs some people. You know, it doesn't, it's just little <laughs> things, but this. There's opportunities out everywhere. You could be traveling and yeah. someone could say, hey, we're going to go on this boat for three days, right? And then as long as you say yes to that opportunity, you can get on that boat and you can meet the person that you'll travel with for a year. You can uh, meet the person that'll get you to meet another person that will start another thing in your life. And all these opportunities that take you in all these random, amazing directions are just one simple yes away, you know? Yeah, yeah you, really. you can have a thousand reasons not to do something, but all you need is one reason to do it, to go for it. Yes. Yeah, definitely. That's exactly right. And that, that kind of reminds me of in uh, episode two with Jeff Baker. We were talking about optimism, but it was my thing that I've talked about a couple of times. And I think back then I called it opportunistic optimism, but I, I think the real thing I should be calling it is proactive optimism because mm. I have this theory that you can be either optimistic or pessimistic, right? But then you can be proactive or not proactive about being optimistic or pessimistic yeah. so as a, for an example you can be optimistic but not very proactive about it which is like saying i'm sure everything's going to turn out fine and not doing anything about it happy with whatever situation happens to happen to you just by itself exactly yeah and you can also be proactively uh pessimistic right and that would be like i'm doing everything i can but it's never going to work you know and, and that's what mm -hmm. you're thinking and then uh, the one that i really really like is proactive optimism so that's i'm sure everything's going to be fine because i'm doing so much about it you know what i mean i'm mm. i'm really pushing to get this stuff done and i'm optimistic about it everything's going to be great and i'm putting in the work and that's something that i always always think about because op optimism is great but you need to do something about the stuff that you're trying to change or you're trying to do or you're trying to experience you know that's yeah. so it's really what i think about it you know because yeah. it's one thing to be happy with your life like sure i'm i'm happy with my life sure but there are <laughs> things that i would change about it there's things that anyone would you know they'd rather be doing stuff differently always and i feel like if you aren't taking steps toward that i mean it's that's fine like it's that's our option as human beings to to not you know proceed toward those things but if you can be happy with your doing your dream this I'm, i feel like i'm just rambling now but basically <laughs> i'm trying to say if you you can anyone can be happy doing whatever they're doing but you know why settle for that you if you really want to step toward your dreams then why not just do it you know absolutely and i think it kind of ties back to what we were saying before about uh, the imposter syndrome right because like the if you if you've got proactive pessimism you can have the imposter syndrome you can go well i'm doing everything about it but uh, you know i'm not the guy everyone's better than me and i, I must be doing something wrong you know and mm -hmm. uh, and i was thinking about conor mcgregor again the ufc fighter and he totally has proactive optimism because he works harder than a lot of people and he knows he's going to do well you know so that is yeah. total proactive optimism and look at look where he came in 2008 sorry i was just watching a lot of ufc in 2008 he said that <laughs> he said i will be champion this was in some random place in in ireland he said i will be champion watch this space you know and now he is champion and in a week's time or when you're listening to this yesterday he was uh he was or is or will be he Mm. <laughs> this is confusing me now. I'll say was. He was 
oh no, because then the, the results are going to come out. So this could be all wrong. But anyway. <laughs> um, so on the 12th of November, he either will be, uh, as is how we're recording this now, or he was, fighting for the next weight division's title. So he could be a two weight division title, you know? I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, yeah, no, no one ever has in the UFC. It, it will oh, be, wow. or would be, or has been the first time ever, you know? <laughs> and I put it down to proactive optimism, man. Yeah. I really That's do. Cool. You know, one of the things I love about this podcast is that it's not, I mean, at first I thought, yeah, I don't travel. I'm not a, not much of a traveler. I love the idea, but you know, I, I don't really do a lot of that stuff. But the things that we talk about here, not just us, obviously, but all the guests on there, we, we tend to talk about things that have nothing to do with travel in, in the broader sense. It's just about life and like, that really applies to just about any aspect of, of living. And I think that's so cool because it's, I mean, that's true. Travel is just a way to get all this out but i feel like the the things we talk about just are universal absolutely man and there's a bunch of stuff that is kind of relevant to travel but like you say also connected completely to life and there's a bunch of them that travelers are really big into so like ignoring the status quo you know thinking about what you want to do with your life and being proactive about these things saying yes to opportunities all these things come up when you're traveling you'll be in situations Mm -hmm. where you will be faced with these things and you have to you don't have to but you think about the way you're thinking about it you know that travel is the opportunity to think about these sort of things that maybe you wouldn't get if you weren't traveling you know yeah definitely nicole have you got anything else from the episodes well you talked about jeff baker who i liked because he was um talked about like merging your own like typical lifestyle and like any other lifestyle you want like you can combine them and making those big decisions and like he also talked about working with your finances which like as a young college student (laughs) here here I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, finances is one of those big things with travel, you know? It's like, it's like, what do I do? Do I save up with my job for, for ages and then go away? Or do I try and sort out earning money whilst I'm away? Do I teach English as a foreign language? It is really one of those big topics, man. Yeah, yeah. It's not I bet you get that one. a lot. Yeah, we do get a bunch of questions about the finances, and uh, next week is actually the Q&A episode, so we'll be able to answer a lot of those questions next week, so you'll hear a lot of stuff about finances and what have you. If you have a question, go ahead and just submit that to us, and we'll be happy to to look over that on the Q&A show. But we'll do it in a lot less of a creepy way. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I kind of like that. We'll keep that. We'll keep that creepiness. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're totally right. Next week is the Q&A episode. This is actually, this is your last chance to get in a question for this season's Q&A. All you have to do is head to Facebook and just search Travel Stories Podcast. Head to travelstoriespodcast.com forward slash ask or just send me an email, Hayden at travelstoriespodcast.com, H-A-Y-D-E-N. And one person that asks a question will win. I never like the word win, but I will say win. Will win a Grail ultralight water purifier. I, man, I say that so much. These things are amazing. I was t- I was talking to Nicole just before <laughs> this recording, and I, s- I said to her, Oh, Nicole, my, my Grail ultralight water purifier came like, yesterday. <laughs> and she was like, are you advertising it at me? Like, <laughs> like, you're, like they're just paying you to say it as many times as you possibly can. Yeah, just full to, title. to Nicole. Yeah. He has to meet his quota 25 times a day. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> 
But no, the, <laughs> but no, someone that asked a question will win one of those. <laughs> that is a lot of fun. Is that 24 or 25 today? No. Another thing I wanted to bring in was Tom Butler's episode, right? Amazing, amazing episode. Everyone seems to love it. I keep getting emails about that, right? <laughs> He's such a cool guy. He really is. He really <laughs> is, man. But it was funny because I remember I got the... Uh, I was going to say I got the call, but I got a voice message from him about uh, about coming on the show because we'd been talking about it and you know we hadn't really set it up. And I really throughout this voice message that I don't think he gets to the point for like the whole message and it's like but having said that it's the most fun message to listen to <laughs> you know because like, you can see his thought process there's something quite cool about it anyway have a listen to it here have a listen to it dude talk to me I'm currently in my car it's not safe to be texting um, as you well know doesn't stop most of us but uh, I like to stay alive so I thought why not ping you over a little voice note get more in it you can waffle a bit so many tangents a bit more personable <laughs> whatever thought I'd do it it's easy it takes one you only have to press one button don't have to look at the phone he's tangent very he's safe tangent. arguably still not as safe as not doing any sort of corresponding with anybody whilst driving anyway what's your plans <laughs> talk to me we still need to hook up we need to do a face-to-face podcast i'm still a podcast virgin you're the man to gently but steadily and we'll leave it there <laughs> <laughs> oh my what a color hanger <laughs> yeah <laughs> So yeah, that was oh, that was so the message good. I received of T-Bone Tom Butler. So I obviously had to get him on the show, man. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. He's he's a really funny guy in person as well. He's an absolutely great guy, and I love how the episode turned out as well. You know, it's great doing it in person. You can really hear. Mm. You know, he, he he feeds off of when he's telling stories. He feeds off people's reactions. It's so funny to see. But he's one of the best I storytellers I know. You know. Okay, another episode I really enjoyed was Johannes Kerpel. That was one of the most recent ones. Was it episode 11, was it? 10, I think. 10, yeah. yeah. That was that was a fun episode, man. It was really James Bondy. What do you guys think? It was James Bondy with the James Bond name to go with it. Right, right? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. It was great. What do you guys think? He talked a lot about how important it was to spend an extended amount of time in a country because it can drastically shift your perspective and your mindset about that area and that culture. And To really get that feeling of um, have putting your values to a different standard, you have to spend a significant amount of time in a country. And the best thing is if you have some kind of task there, whether it's if you want to learn a local language or whether if, if you go there to work. Because at that time, I think your perspective really starts to change. Like I'm taking a class right now about, it's an anthropology class called Film Culture and Society. And we look at like how filmmakers interact with the cultures that they are filming when they make documentaries and like ethnographic films and like how important it is to spend like years with a culture because you, can, you can't understand it as an outsider. You have to be in the culture to understand the culture. Hmm. That is that is so true. Now, just a little question, actually. These uh, these filmmakers that you're talking about. Yeah. I've heard a a stereotype. I just want to test if it's true. <laughs> Lay it on me. It. Do you I think they? It. I thought it, and I was like, oh. I don't think there's a single filmmaker I've worked with who isn't 
I'm Mormon. <laughs> That's right. Me neither. I'm me slowly neither. realizing. <laughs> uh, in fact, yeah, I've only worked with uh, with one composer that works on films, and 100% of the composers I've worked with are Mormons. So the stereotype <laughs> that's fits, spooky. Man. That is spooky. <laughs> right? But no, like, that's, uh, it's totally right. It's something that comes up all the time. Living in a country compared to just traveling to a country or taking a vacation in a country, it really is a big thing. Like, I think... Even it doesn't have to be living for a very long time, but there's something different yeah. about actually being in the community rather than being an outsider that's visiting. You know, it's it really is a different experience. And I'm trying to think of places. Um, so, for example, I have the perfect example for this. If you don't, if you can't think of one, absolutely, so. absolutely, go for it. So, as I mentioned, every second of my life, I I lived in Mexico for a couple of years. I was on a mission for my church, um, and so I was in I was in Los Cabos in Mexico, uh, which is the very tip of the peninsula on the west side of Mexico, um, and it's extremely beautiful. There's there it's just gorgeous resorts and natural rock formations, and it's seriously just beautiful. Um, and it's seriously like a couple of streets away from all of that stuff are just like your average everyday Mexican households. And so it's re it's kind of shocking to me that a lot of people just literally don't even know that exists. I mean, they accept American money down there. They, everybody speaks English on that pier, just like on the, in this little bubble. And honestly, if you, if you never left that bubble, which is where all the resorts and beaches and all these things are, you would never experience any of this stuff. And I think that's a, I think that's, some people don't really travel to do that. Some people travel to go to those resorts and to not really experience the culture necessarily. But I'm, what's the point of that? You know, you could do that anywhere. So. Absolutely, man. It's kind of linked to, uh, there was this guy the other day on Facebook asking about where to go in, in Bali. He was heading to Bali, right? And so Bali's a weird one because right in the middle of the country, there's a place called Ubud where everyone goes. And it's kind of, it sounds like it would be my type of place. There's a lot of kind of hippie stuff there in a good way. <laughs> there's a lot of hippie stuff there and like, you know, no one wears shoes. And it's, it really does sound like my type of place, right? Yeah. But it's kind of, it's too, it's too westernized for me. Everyone there is, is you know a white guy with dreadlocks you know and whilst i appreciate <laughs> yeah. white guys with dreadlocks it's like that's not what i'm there for you know so there's another place called kuta right there's kuta beach and everything like that and there's um there's like clubs and raves and all this other stuff and that's what some people like um a lot of australians go there for that it's like their kind of spring break you know so they go there it's oh, like yeah, okay. yeah it's uh there is a mexican equivalent right it's um cancun Cancun, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like that. But then 15 to 20 minutes uh, scoot away, because you scoot everywhere in, in Bali. Yeah, like 20 minutes scoot away. That's where I was kind of staying for the time I was there. And it was a place called Glogochadic, right? And we'll put it in the show notes, you know, how it's spelled and everything. And that was just so real. Like, I was the only white guy there, you know? And, like, people would that, look at yeah. me like, what is that, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of way more my type of travel, my type of place. Because, and I say this all the time, man, because it's real, you know? It's, uh, I call the other places, like, Kuta Beach and everything like that, I call them plastic. Because it's not the real version of, of Bali that you're, that you're seeing. That could easily be, um, you know, somewhere in Sydney. You know, it could easily, exactly. be, and it's the same in Cancun. You could have Cancun in Florida, you know? But um, exactly. but if you go into Mexico, 
like you say, you want to go down to the places that sounds like you were at as well. You want to experience the actual yeah. place. And I think it's that's so similar to actually living in a place as well because you do get that because it's rare that you would live in places like Kuta or Cancun. You wouldn't live there if you went to Mexico, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's true. Well, I, even though I do know a lot of people that do live in those, like I, I do know a lot of people from Cancun actually, and they are on that outside of that little American bubble that is just, you know, they live on the outskirts of that. Yeah, it's it's really strange because it's, it's just this weird, it's it's really like, it really is just like a line. And on one side, it's like all this, everyone's white and they accept American money and everything's in English and everything. And then on the other side, it's just your classic, you know, Mexican neighborhood. And so it's just really, really odd. But That's yeah, super I totally agree with you there. That's super yeah. interesting, man. So what was the what was the big takeaway from the thing that you were at, uh, Nicole? Did you say you were at a, a class or a lecture or something? Yeah, I have a I have a class on this and it's just like the biggest thing is like investing yourself you know and just like getting s deep into it and committing yourself to what you're doing and that's the only way to really understand what you're doing and understanding the place that you're in and understanding yourself that's super interesting like like jumping in at the deep end in a way yeah yeah, it, yeah exactly and just like sinking right to the bottom and being like i am underwater <laughs> that's <laughs> the only way the you can really understand that you are underwater <laughs> <laughs> yeah right if you want to that's such a good metaphor <laughs> Uh, say, analogy, say, it all, say it like as a thing. Say it like as a full-on full quote, so we can get the full effect. Oh, not me! I'm an American. My accent doesn't sound smart. Touche, go <laughs> <Bill> Hayden. <laughs> um, okay, what was it again? Um, yeah, if you really wanted to, excuse the pun, immerse yourself in water <laughs> and feel what being underwater was like, if you literally dipped your toe in, then you wouldn't feel what being underwater was like. You have to literally jump in the deep end and then you will be immersed by the surroundings of water and you will finally know what it is to be submerged. <laughs> Dang, that's so good. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's a bumper sticker right there. <laughs> Maybe without the excuse the pun part there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I realized halfway through that everything was a pun because it was a metaphor. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So something we don't have, unfortunately, this unpacking of season three are my outtakes, my blooper reel. And you know why that is? Because I've grown. I've grown as an interviewer. I've grown <laughs> as a broadcaster. And you've Aww. grown as someone who can delete files. <laughs> <laughs> Primarily, that's how I've grown. Yeah. <laughs> but as I understand it... Someone else here has an outtick. Okay, yeah. So as we've discussed, <laughs> as we've discussed earlier, uh, I did the recording myself, the voice on the voice for the Scary Stories podcast at the, in, the, in the intro, and um, it was kind of slow going at first because I couldn't get the accent right. And honestly, if I had sent you all of the versions of this. It, that didn't get actually deleted or whatever it would be even better but i just have this one and i yeah here well here it is <laughs> let's hear it welcome to the scary stories podcast where we uh, that humming was not going to work in this take ooh blooper welcome to the scary stone nope Welcome to the Scary Stories Podcast, where we bring you... <laughs> I love how you kept in character, man. <laughs> That's a really good Vincent Price as well. It, it's hard to get out. You, you want your in character, you know, you stay. I can imagine you just walking around your house after you recorded that, like, Hello, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Actually, amazing, man. Vin Vincent Crab. 
Hey, oh my god. Crab. Vincent um, Vincent Crab is a character from Harry Potter, and I realized it as that Whoa. was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> that's no so way. true. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Do you British people know what Harry Potter is, or do we should we go over that for you real quick? No, no, no. We also don't know what T is, or you know, driving on the left hand side of the road. It's all foreign to us. Yeah. You're welcome for Harry Potter, by the way. Yeah, I have to give you that one. That's, yeah, yeah, thanks very much. I've been thanks, reading yeah. that since I was five years old. No, Whoa, you're you're young. young. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought even I thought that. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm not that much older than you. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Even he thought that, and he is so much younger than you. <laughs> yeah. I, feel, I feel like you are older than me. Why do I feel like you're so much older than me? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. We'll really never know. know. We'll never know. Anyway, so season four. Season four is coming after next week, which is the Q&A episode. It's going to be a fantastic season, if I do say so myself. That's my not trying to have the imposter syndrome right there. It really <laughs> is going to be a great season. So we've got a bunch of new stuff that's going to be happening this season. So first off, we're going to have a new episode each week. So there will be two episodes per week. The episode that will air on Thursdays will be taken from a Facebook Live session that will be airing that week. It's going to be a lot of fun, and you can check it out on Facebook. Just search Travel Stories Podcast. That's going to be a new episode on Thursdays as well as the stories. Secondly, that is going to feed nicely into the blog we're going to have up. We're going to have that Facebook Live session on there and some interesting stuff coming from our resident writer, Nicole. So that's going to be a lot of fun. She's going to do so many words. <laughs> Every word I can think of is going on that blog. <laughs> wow, that's going to be a big blog. Wow. Big blog. I'm very invested. <laughs> nice. As well as that, we will have a weekly email. So you want to get yourself on the email list. So that will feature the weekly topic and it will feature the week's travel picks. So on there, we're going to have what? We're going to have gadgets. We're going to have our travel destinations of the week. We're going to have our featured travel blog of the week. And we will also have this cool little section where each of us, me, Cody, and Nicole, will add in a travel song, a song that's cool to listen to while traveling into our playlist. And we'll tell you what they will be in that email next up we also have two that's right two grail ultralight purifier <laughs> giveaways i'm bringing it back one of them is for the q a similar to this season and another one is for email signups so when you sign up to the email list just head to travelstoriespodcast.com you will then also have a chance to receive one of these grail ultralight purifiers you've heard me talk about them before i don't need to do it again they're still not sponsoring the show <laughs> they honestly aren't they honestly aren't it's not well the thing is i, I just don't i mean if they, they should know you well enough by now to realize that you just kind of talk like that. Like, that's just what you sound like now. So <laughs> He talked to me about that totally off the record. Just yeah, like, my just Grail Ultralight Purifier is so good. Exactly 10 ounces of perfection. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I do love them. I really do. <laughs> Anyway, so so yeah, they are the new changes for season four, and it's going to be a real fun season. We've got a lot of cool guests coming on, and we also have an episode from one of our favorite people, Mr. Cody Crab. <laughs> yes. Now, I'm going to guess here. I'm going to try and guess as to where in the world you will be talking about. <laughs> hmm. well, I'll give you a hint. It's not Utah. That leaves <laughs> right. one other that place. That leaves one other place. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, wicked. Sounds good. I'm really looking forward to that. I really am. And finally, something I always forget to talk about, but I'm always reminded to by Cody. We are on social media. So I hear. I don't know. People keep telling me that we have a Twitter, we have a Facebook, and other stuff. Is that right? Yes. yes. Can confirm. <laughs> okay, cool. Our Twitter is up at 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 how many ats do i say at travel just stories one. UK. Just, the one. just one just the one uh, at. twitter is up at travel yeah okay yep. uh, twitter is up. <laughs> uh, twitter is up. <laughs> yeah, our, uh, this is like my seventh account. time trying to say this right uh, twitter is up at travel stories uk and our facebook just search travel stories podcast that's the best way to find it we're gonna have some cool new stuff on the facebook that's gonna be cool the twitter may or may not still be neglected but it's gonna be cool nonetheless we are also on instagram just search travel stories podcast we do a couple of cool travel related pictures on there that's a lot of fun man this is a lot of fun doing this episode cody nicole thank you so much for coming on this episode and talking about season three with me and unpacking everything it was a lot of fun yeah can't wait for season four there's very good things ahead there really is and next week we have the Q&A episode where we'll be answering your questions which reminds me again this is your last chance to get a question in so thank you very much for listening and we will see you next week for the question and answer session thanks a lot you guys speak to you soon thanks for listening to the Travel Stories podcast get in touch with Hayden on Twitter at Travel Stories UK or online at travelstoriespodcast.com where you can find all of the show notes and resources. Subscribe to the show to join us next time for another immersive, inspiring and international travel story on the Travel Stories Podcast. <laughs>